Welcome back to another episode here on the Abundance.io podcast. I have a really good friend of mine that I met in Croatia this last summer. Gordy, my man, how you doing? It's good to see you. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be here with you, Chance. I'm excited to drop in with you. Literally the first couple of minutes into our conversation, we went really deep, really fast, talking about conscious entrepreneurship, the relationships with our wives, how to take our relationships deeper with uh, our community, it was it was wild. We were literally going to get onto a boat to go out to this private island in Croatia for a week. And that was honestly like the best conversation uh, to walk into. really ignited me for the whole week just to be even operating at a higher conscious level. And you've really created an entire business and now a book around that that just came in the mail today. I don't even know how you can time that right before the podcast. Um <laughs> I'm so excited to really dive into this because you're really talking about the new millionaires playbook and how to unlock freedom, purpose, and abundance because we both talked about it. Like the way of making money online today and in the world is much different than it was just a couple of years ago, but especially since we were kids and really talking about how to make your money matter. So take me back to where this whole concept really started when you when you started CTR, when you really started to create your personal brand and why you're doing it. Why are you so passionate about teaching people the new way to become a millionaire? Yeah, thank you. That's that's a great opener. Um, you know, I I grew up playing what I'd say is like the old millionaires game, um, a game that's rigged. My my parents came to Canada from India with you know twenty dollars and um and so as a young kid you know not having a lot of money i thought that was the way to play the game of life that was the scoreboard for success was to make as much money as possible and then over time I, and being a child of the internet i really got to you know win at that game so as my bank account grew um what started happening though was i, I started feeling spiritually bankrupt and started asking deeper questions of like, what is my actual purpose? What am I actually here for? And you know, during during that earlier time, I had even um, I, I so I was running multiple different businesses online. One of them was um, internet marketing business, where I was able to create like a high frequency trading platform for online advertising. So it was like basically think of the stock market, but for ads. So I was able to, you know, use psychographic profile to drive traffic from here to there. And, you know, it was like printing money. Um, and so, and I even went and, and bought the uh, domain name CTR, because as you know, in online advertising, the key success metric or a key success metric is click-through rate. But over time, as I started diving deeper into like, okay, what's beyond this game? Like, what am I actually here for? Why, why is the world sort of on the hinges of collapse? And why are news cycles and like the media always pushing fear down everybody's throats? And so what I started to realize as I, as I had my own vision questing was that, you know, we don't need a higher click-through rate. What we need is a conscious thought revolution. We need a revolution of thought. We need to understand that our thoughts are actually the most powerful currency we have to invest. How our reality is rendered is all through the frequency of the thoughts that we're having. And so what I yeah ended up doing was 
completely reoriented my entire business, my entire professional career to focus on what I refer to as being the new millionaire is being, and which is somebody who focuses on positively impacting millions of lives. And you, my friend, are a perfect example of the new millionaire. You know, you're building business and even the way you are in the world, you're always looking to positively impact people. And by doing so, that's how you're generating wealth and abundance. And so, you know, I, it just became, it dawned on me that we need a new narrative. We as a species need a new narrative. We need to realize that we are beyond the stories that we're all telling ourselves or the stories that are being told to us. And even, my, you know, I have, I have three kids and, and I know you're a, a new father as well. And, and my boys are 11, 9, and 7. And even in their first few years, they would ask questions of like, who's the richest person in the world? And I want to be a millionaire when I grow up. And, and that also for me was like, we got to change the story. We have like, instead of like coming up with new names, what if we just redefine what a millionaire is? Mm -hmm. And so that, you know, after spending 10, 15 years uh, diving deep into questions of how to discover your purpose, what is the nature of reality? What is human consciousness? Uh, I, I decided to, you, you know, put that all into a book and, and create seven keys that can help people on this journey unlock their own freedom, purpose, and abundance. And so, yeah, that's kind of the origin story. And it's um, it's funny because just like, you know, when this, so this book launches, launches this week and the last few weeks I was like, okay, how do I measure success? You know, what does it mean? And, you know, this is a big deal, like sharing this out with the world. And so there was like this interesting experience I was having in my nervous system. But then what happened, which was, just the most magical moment was my 11 year old son who's been reading the book said to me, and he's the most critical person. Like he does not pull punches. He will tell you direct. I love it. And he said to me, he's like, daddy, this book is really good. And the minute he said that my heart melted and I was like, all right, that's all I needed. This is a success. If nobody else even reads it, like the fact that this happened. So that's, yeah, that's kind of been the journey so far. And um, yeah, and again, like, you know, I'm grateful for people like you who are leaders in, the, in, this, in this movement of shifting the way we play the game of entrepreneurship. I'm really glad that you touched on that point of, you know, you were printing money, but you felt spiritually poor. And that's a, a great topic to talk about with entre entrepreneurs because, you know, yeah, well, we'll be passionate about it at first and then we'll go start making money and then we start chasing the money and then we stop focusing on the ways that we're growing as an individual and how much we can pour into our brands to help bring up leadership inside of our organization. One of the biggest mistakes I made in the beginning is, yeah, I just thought everybody operated the way that I did, that I that they're all doing the personal work, they're working out, they're changing their diet, you know, they're, they're striving to be better people, stronger leaders. That really wasn't the case. They didn't have that guidance point. And so when I was always looking at, oh, where's my next investment in real estate and, you know, crypto and gold and some of these other things, I would look back and like the most important thing I can invest in, because I was always investing in myself, always going to mentor, uh, always having a mentor, always going to these uh, events to help me up level, but I wasn't investing back in my people. I wasn't investing yeah. back into them to help them get to that next level to be able to help and to serve and to really, for them to find, you know, spiritual uh, happiness and spiritual growth and more understanding of feeling uh, like they were serving the right company, you know? Cause I always thought, 
you know, especially in like sales that they were all motivated by money. But when it really came down to it, I remember I said, you know, was incentivizing one of um, our uh, sales reps by another, I was incentivizing our sales reps by another bonus. And he was like really upset about that. He was just like, I just want to know that I did an amazing job. And I want to know that there's a way for me to level up in this company. And it was like an aha moment for me of like, wow, I really need to look at why people are motivated and, you know, really focus back on that point of really investing in your people and really helping people really get to that next level. So I know that we see that we see eye to eye on that. Um, I'm going to be really excited to dive into the book, man. I'm, I'm really pumped to unplug from the matrix and even just discover my purpose at a deeper level um, as well. Am I cutting out a little bit? It, it is cutting out a little bit, but um, yeah, I, I think that that point you just made around investing in your people, like that is the impact, right? The, the ripple of impact. And um, I think, you know, what I've realized that is absolutely crucial is for people to truly discover their purpose beyond their identity, beyond their ego, beyond what they think is, is their um, pursuit. And uh, when you do that, when you connect to your deeper purpose, and I walk through a process, I walk through a five-step process in chapter two on how, how to get clear on your purpose. Uh, the, and once you discover your purpose, and then you actually focus on your own consciousness. And, and again, I, I walk through a process of how you can begin to measure your consciousness through four key areas, which are mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual well-being. You build the foundation then to go and make a positive impact. You become clear. You start serving something that's a higher aspect of yourself. And this is not like new agey woo-woo stuff. This is actually critical, pragmatic, pivotal aspects of, of our future. Because as, as artificial intelligence is beginning to proliferate and you know, utilizing all the data it's, it's encapsulating from our own biometric data, it under, it's understanding humans better than we even understand humans. And so it's that much more important to understand who and what we are beyond the physical representation of us. And so that's why, you know, the last few years I had, I've been sort of playing the role of a VC and I've had a venture capital fund. We've been investing in entrepreneurs and technologies that are using data to measurably raise human consciousness. Cause I think that's really how we can make an impact. First, we start with ourselves like you've been doing, and then we're able to use that foundation to impact the lives of the people around us. And yeah, unplug from the matrix. You know, I talk about what, how I talk, you know, this, this concept of the matrix is, is now starting to really trend and people are understanding it. And it's a concept that we can all orient around, but I kind of go into the mechanics and mechanisms of how reality actually gets rendered. And then, you know, I talk about this concept that Steve Jobs coined called the reality distortion field, which is, which is, you know, it's almost like a, a, a movie screen um, where your reality is projected. And in most cases, and we've seen this in the world more and more, is the reality is projected from external inputs. And so the, the big quantum leap is to actually realize that we can control and we can influence what's on displayed on a reality distortion field. And it all starts with, uh, with our thoughts and understanding the value of our thoughts. Um, and I, I, I also like to invite everybody to really understand that everybody is an investor. Everybody is an impact investor. And what I mean by that is even if you're not investing your dollars towards you know, companies, you're investing your thoughts at every given moment of existence. And so I, I I'm doing a lot of research on this um, notion of thought capital. So like, you know, we, 
you know, the Stanford study showed that we have over 60,000 thoughts per day. Wow. And how many of them are we actually even aware of? And if you look at it, um, if you think about it, over seven, so it takes 17 days to invest a million thoughts. So the question I pose when I'm coaching entrepreneurs is where did you invest your last million thoughts? What's the ROI of those thoughts? Where are you going to invest your next million thoughts? And so it forces us to actually really have this metacognitive awareness around the thoughts that are in our programming and how we can transcend them to actually, you know, tap into the aspect of ourselves that does unplug from the matrix. Because then when we plug back in, we can shapeshift reality. And so that's, yeah, that's, that's sort of like where we're going. We're going pretty deep with, with these interesting ideas and concepts that bridge not only ancient wisdom and, and ancient spiritual technologies, but also modern science. And, um, you know, this, cause I'm, I'm as, as, you know, spiritual as I, I, I like to think I, I am. And, and my pursuit is I'm also highly stimulated by intellectual, um, thought and and science so that I can weave them because if my brain doesn't understand it I'm kind of like that doesn't make sense so I like to bridge both the wonder the magic the awe with you know quantifiable science and data and and mechanics so you know for people that they say okay I understand I have all these thoughts um I don't know where they're going I don't know what I'm you know investing all those into whether that's a brand a movie uh trauma whatever it may be what is your a few hacks that you have or tricks or, or processes that you have to start changing those thoughts to be positively investing yeah. in what's actually going to make a difference in their lives? Yeah, that's a really good question. So there's a few different ways. Um, one of them is just ask, asking yourself the simple question of, am I having my thoughts or are my thoughts having me? And so if you just take a moment and, and notice that you can actually pick up and witness the thoughts that are occurring and you can be like, oh, wow, this is just a lot of thoughts that are already there that are kind of rendering my reality and my decisions. And, and so when you realize that you can have your thoughts versus your thoughts having you, that's a quick hack. Um, another one is just simply now that you have that metacognitive awareness, you can notice and just be like, okay, are my thoughts empowering or disempowering? And if you notice that you're having dis disempowering thoughts that are limiting you, you can quickly reframe that. And, and, and the way to hack that, what I found for me and what I teach is you ask yourself, am I in the presence of self-love? You have an honest audit and assessment of that. And when you check in and you notice that if you're having disempowering thoughts, it's because you're not in the presence of self-love. So what, what do you need to do right now to drop into the presence of self-love? Because when you do... It's really hard to have disempowering thoughts when you love yourself as the soul and being that you are, the perfect, messy creature that you are. Um, and then I have a lot of other really cool exercises when I do group facilitation. Um, there's one of them that's called Sportscaster. It's um, it's where you actually ver you, you sit in a pair of uh, a pair and you verbally process out loud all the thoughts you're having like a sportscaster. And what that does is it brings it from back here out here. And you notice you actually begin to listen to the 60,000 thoughts you're having per day. And when somebody's witnessing that, it, it, it brings light and it shines light to it. So those are a few things, um, a few hacks in terms of how to like get, get on top of your thoughts or, or, you know, open the way and clear the path for higher level, higher frequency thoughts to begin to emerge versus the, the thoughts that are coming from, like you said, trauma informed or, or, you know, the, the limiting beliefs that we've been programmed with. Super powerful. 
Um, because yeah, uh, like you said, a lot of people are starting to have this concept about the matrix. Steve Jobs talks about it. Tom Bilyeu. Anytime I've seen him speak, he's talking about breaking out of the matrix, really, you know, coming back into yourself, like quit projecting everything that everyone's telling you to think, feel, act in that way, because they're all trying to make money off of your thoughts. Everyone's trying to make money off your attention. Everyone's trying to make money off of all of your actions, right? Think about it. Think about some of the habits that you have currently. Why do you have that habit? Did you see enough commercials to where all of a sudden you only drink Diet Coke because you saw enough commercials? You saw a few supermodels drinking Diet Coke and you're like, that's just what I drink now? Like, what, what is that thing that triggered in your mind for that to be a part of your life? Whether you picked up smoking, whether you drink a certain kind of beer, whether you work out every day, whether you wear a certain brand, like, Think about what triggered that emotional connection for you, for it to be a part of your life. You know, when I'm coaching my students and they say, Hey, I want to change my life, and they get super overwhelmed about, I got to change my mindset, my physical well being, my relationships, my finance, my spirituality. Like they, they want to change all of these things and make them better. They get overwhelmed. So nothing takes place. And so I tell them, I said, Hey, if you want to start having transformation, just drop one bad habit a week. Just stop mm. doing one bad habit a week. If that if that's self-sabotage, if that's you yelling at yourself about being overweight and hating yourself for it, just stop doing that. Because when you have the self-love, it's going to give you the motivation to actually go out there and start doing the right things to get you there. We're all so hard on ourselves, me included. And, you know, just even yesterday morning, I was like beating myself up so bad about some stuff that was in my control, but most of it of stuff that I could change and improve on. And it's just like, I hadn't experienced that in a while, but it was just, I was tired, stressed out. A couple of things were happening. And so it's, it was easier for those thoughts to come in. And so I've noticed for me, when I'm taking really good care of myself and when I'm in my routine, then those stress and that outside, you know, voices and knowledge can't put me into that place nearly as easy. So for me, when I'm helping people, I say, you know, get up in the morning and if you, if you only got like five, 10 minutes, simply by you doing breath work, just breathing normally yes. deeply for at least like two minutes and then getting in some sort of cold, whether it's a cold shower for 10 seconds or dipping your toes in the river or whatever it is, like those two things can get you in a state that's going to be, in my opinion, putting you in a more positive state because it's shaking you out of the normal what your body's usually used to staying comfortable, which is warm, perfect temp all the time, right? So if you get in cold, it breaks you out of that state. And then we're always doing shallow breathing. So when you're doing real breathing and your brain is actually getting the oxygen that it needs, it's it's a short little quick hack to, to change your state. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, this, it's funny because there's so much money moving towards human longevity and biohacking which are amazing tools, game-changing tools. And, um, but I laugh, as you mentioned, it's like there's an ancient technology that's available to us for free. It's, it's called breathwork. Mm -hmm. um, and so using breathing as a way to regulate the nervous system, it's such a potent way to, yeah, just fall back into your true essence. And um, actually, you know, what I, part of what I developed, because I've been really studying the, um, the art and science of manifesting and, um, and a lot of people don't 
you know, they have an excuse and myself included. Sometimes I'm like, I don't have 30 minutes to meditate today. Um, at which point, whenever I say that to myself or whenever anybody says that, I'm like, then that means you need to meditate for an hour. Yes. <laughs> um, but what I did, it, what I did in this, um, alongside this book. So anybody that orders the book, they can get uh, a free, free access to this meditation that I developed. It's a seven minute meditation. It's, uh, it's called the magic meditation. Um, it's just seven minutes. You do it in the morning and you can begin to engineer synchronicities. Uh, and the synchronicities are the biofeedback signals from the universe that you are indeed manifesting. And so it's called magic because the first step is to magnetize. Um, the, sec- the A is to alchemize. The G is to generate. The I is to inspire. And then the C is to clear, clear the path for the synchronicities to show up. And so it's seven minutes. I do it myself. It's um, it's really powerful. It's really quick and it's really beautiful. There's a beautiful soundtrack along with it. It's more of an activation um, exercise, but um, yeah. So anybody that gets the book, they get free access to that. And um, it's 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 pretty exciting stuff because I think as we continue to move towards this, you know, technological digital uh, livelihood that we're all kind of living through these screens, it's so much more important to connect to the the you know aspects of ourself uh, that we leave dormant for so long and inside of our system there's so much rich data and and you know we have our own inner pharmacy we can produce our own dmt we can there's just it's you know you have a whole the whole universe is inside of us because we are the universe experiencing itself through us and so um i really uh am excited about continuing to explore the the depth of these um, aspects of ourselves and, and teach others because it's, I think it's going to be more and more important, especially as we discover our purpose and design a new business and a new mission that is aligned with a higher self, um, versus the old pursuit, you know, the old millionaires game, I call it. So for, you know, successful entrepreneurs that are listening into this and they're like, you know what, I'm in a outdated industry, like banking or industrial or car manufacturing or plumbing or whatever it may be. And they're like, you know, how can I be impactful? How can I, you know, have this new millionaire mindset when I'm in this industry that's been around for so long and it isn't like an aura ring. It isn't like a sensei. It isn't like a brand of like red light therapy. Like what advice do you have for them to really be thinking in this new millionaire to be breaking out of the metrics, you know, having more purpose, finding their ultimate mission. Now that's a very loaded question, but you know, I feel like it's easier for someone's like, Oh, I'm a yoga teacher or I'm a breathwork person to like really lean into this new concept. But if they're in this older business model, like what is, what are some insights that you have for them? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. You know, ultimately it's not mine or your job to tell somebody what to do. What all we can do is help each other find our own truth. And so when I talk about raising your own consciousness, measuring your own mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual well-being, and then discovering your purpose. And like I said, I have a five-step process to help you go through that in the book. You, your higher self already knows what to do. You'll have the answers of how to make an impact, no matter where you are, what industry, what job, what role, what business you're in. It's just your entire framing will shift. Your framing will shift from not, it'll go from how do I make millions of dollars to how do I positively impact millions of lives? And it'll become clear. And then by doing so and by living and embodying that, you notice your wealth and abundance actually begins to grow. It becomes a byproduct 
of you living from these places of your truer essence. And so that's that's the invitation. That's the that's the call to action is get to know your soul. You know, when I'm coaching um, entrepreneurs and startup founders, I always ask them when they when they want advice, I'll, I'll, I'll pose them this question. I'm like, what does your soul say? And they'll be like, wait, what? And, and, and so well, I'll hold space for that and say, what does your soul want? What does your soul say? And, um, and so that creates like this massive shift for them because they're like, oh, I, I'm not really connecting with my soul as often as I need or want. And so I'll, I'll make this joke. I'll be like, yeah, do you have to book an appointment through Calendly or through an EA for to call, talk to your soul? Um, <laughs> and so it's like, it's like, you know, you got to have that direct line and direct access because your soul knows what's up. Your soul lives outside of the matrix. It's already there. It's It knows what's up. And so the more deeper you're connected and have the direct access to it, then the rest unfolds in, in, a, in a beautiful way because then your thoughts aren't, you know, attached to specific outcomes, but rather, you know, they're operating from a place of impact, which is the new currency of success. Absolutely. And you're seeing so many companies in this lane of like impact that are growing so quickly, right? And especially in, in the US where you've had, you know, pharmaceutical companies that have spent billions, literally billions of dollars keeping us sick, right? And people are finally waking <laughs> up to that. And I say that passionately because I lost my father to pharmaceutical drugs when I was 19 years old, over-medicated, you know, simply being stressed out, um, you know, not eating well, like a lot of things that now I know I could have saved him. And so like my mission with helping people find abundance in all aspects of life really goes back to, I was like, what's your mental health? Like, how are you taking care of that? How are you taking yeah. care of your physical body? And it's like, we're being spoon fed all this garbage and trash and cancer from a very young age, like as we're growing up, my son and everyone's like, oh yeah, I just use this brand. You just use that brand. And I'm like looking at it, it's like, oh, these are trusted name brands. And I'm seeing all of this garbage, inflammatory oils, like all these weird things that I have to go and research to see what they actually are. It's like, you want me rubbing this all over my baby child's body? Are you out of your freaking mind? You know? And it's like, so, yeah. so now that we're, you're, you know, we're seeing this and like this bigger conversation is really coming to light of really... It, it is a full-time job keeping all these different aspects of your life in balance like you talk about. Um, so when you're seeing these companies that are spending billions of dollars to keep you sick and really in their, uh, you know, uh, buying lane, right? Now we have the option to move out of that mold and move into these places where we can find more abundance. And, you know, you see companies like Aura Ring. Um, that, that you guys were an investor in. And there's some people in Baby Bathwater that have helped grow that company because it's just such an amazing company because sleep is like our greatest smart drug. You know, these entrepreneurs want to work themselves in the ground and like, oh, I'm going to keep taking more glutathione and I'm going to get better supplements and I'm going to use more red light and I'm going to use more cold plunging and I'm going to use a Sensate three times a day. It's like, no, what about your sleep? How well are you sleeping? When are you, when are you, <laughs> when are you going to stop drinking caffeine? Right. So I'm so excited about the shift that's happening where, um, you know, like even sobriety is like such a popular topic now. And there's so many events yeah. that are like dry events and, you know, being sober is the new high. And it's like, you're no longer chasing the dragon. You're improving your health that is allowing you to have that energy and that feeling of ecstasy and that feeling of, you know, being out and, and being engaged in a social environment without having social anxiety you know, 
And a lot of people experience social anxiety from COVID, which now people are having to really work on themselves to get back into that like social flow without being intoxicated. So I'm, I'm just excited. And I feel like your book is the perfect timing with everything that is happening right now. Uh, and I, and I know timing is everything. And I, and I know that this will resonate with the, with the greater consciousness conversation, um, that's happening right now. And so, yeah, man, I know that we could, uh, from the second we talked, I'm like, I know we could rip like a four hour podcast and there wouldn't be a dull moment. <laughs> I love, I love, yeah, I have this, uh, I have this line, um, you know, you just talked to it instead of chasing the dragon. I, I say, yeah, instead of chasing the dragon, you become the dragon. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, you, to your point, like, you know, there's, whether it's big pharma or big tech or big food or big banking or, you know, or any of the big problems that we face as a civilization and the existential threats that are upon us, the root cause of all of these is our collective state of consciousness. And so when Einstein said, we can't solve the problems with the same thinking we used when we created them, that hits home. And this is why we need a conscious thought revolution. If we want to innovate new solutions that are, you know, making quantum leaps in the way we exist, we need to wake up. We need to wake up so that we can actually begin to alter the course and alter the lens through which we perceive and create reality. And so, um, yeah, you know, I, I, it's easy to dog on a lot of these, um, these big systems, these big power systems that kind of keep people in this consumptive cycle. Um, but we also kind of, when we take a step back and just realize, look, that's the game that was created by the state of consciousness that we've been living in. If we really want to change the game, gotta raise our consciousness. That is the root cause. Everything else is symptomatic of that. So that's what I'm a big proponent of. And that's what I continue to work on with myself. And it's funny, as you know, because you've been down this journey for so long. It's like the more layers of the onion you peel back, you just realize there's more. There's, it's, a, it's, the, it's the infinite onion. Um, and so it's just, you know, it's, a, it's the most, um, it's the mo- it can be the most challenging journey, but it's by far the most rewarding because you actually begin to see that, you know, this, this thing we call reality is... Um, is is that was the other Einstein quote? Reality is merely an illusion, albeit a persistent one. Wow, wow! I mean, that dude was woke way back when. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, it's pretty, pretty, pretty smart guy. Because you, you always hear, you know, your every dollar is your vote. You know, people talk about, oh, I vote Republican or Democrat or liberal or whatever. But it's like, no, but what companies are you continuing to support every day that are a part of the lobbyists that are actually moving against what you truly want to see in the country? You're doing that with your dollar. But when you take it the next step further, you're actually doing it with your thoughts. Well, the thought happens before the dollar exchanges hands. So when you can, like you said, get ahead of it and change the thought, now you start to see the bigger picture. And I always challenge people to really look at that. Like, are you looking for a short-term game, long per- long-term pain or vice versa? You know, because by us, you know, all the, all the decisions we do and for the most part in our lives is for that short-term gain, that short-term pleasure, that short-term dopamine release. And we just keep staying in that, in that rat race. 
And, you know, um, in the book, The Big Leap, he talks about like, we only feel so good. And then we figure out a way to self-sabotage. So with a lot of new entrepreneurs, once they make money, all of a sudden they start partying more, getting in fights with their partner more, but they'll figure out a way to bring their income back down, their relationship equity back down because they're only used to feeling so abundant in each one of those categories in life. And I mean, I've experienced it in so many different ways where business was really good and then health went down or health, mental relationship, money, everything was good. And then eventually a a different level of self-sabotage would come up, right? So it's like, we're always pushing ourselves or challenging ourselves to feel better and more abundant in more ways without self-sabotaging. And I think that's like the biggest lesson that entrepreneurs can can learn and new money can learn is like, you have to keep working on yourself and whatever you yeah. did to get you there is what's going to continue to take you further. A lot of times we forget about what got us there and we stop doing it. Go, like, oh, I don't need to go to the gym today. Our, our company did a million dollars this month. I need to go to the gym tomorrow i'm gonna go out with the boys because you know xyz and then eventually we're like oh that we didn't have energy we canceled one of our meetings because we didn't have energy but that potentially would have been a business conversation that would have taken us to maybe 1.5 million the next month right so all these little things start to <laughs> show start to show up right and so that's my challenge with people here at abundance and on the show is keep keep pushing because energy comes and go, health comes and goes, friends come and go, relationships come and go, money comes and goes. But if you're always working and spending time on that, then it'll keep growing. A lot of us get complacent in our relationships. We think it's our partners, so then we get a divorce or we move on. It's like if you're spending like 90 minutes a week, one solid amazing date night of you actually being able to talk about your feelings and talk about your relationship, we'll... we'll help you re-fall in love back with your partner. But how many of us choose to keep leaning into that abundance and taking that one night a week to go and spend with our partners? Right? Yeah, that's so true. It's so true. In chapter five, I, uh, I talk about build resources, relationships, and resilience. And, and one of the things I talk about is doing a relationship audit, both whether you're in a romantic relationship with a significant other or just... Who are the 10 people you talk to most? Are they empowering you? Are they disempowering you? Are you making impact? And I think these are, yeah, these are absolutely, you know, juicy topics to dive into. And um, yeah, I'm curious about, you know, for you as well, like, you know, what is, what is most exciting for you? Like what's, um, what's emerging for you? Um, what's, what's next in, on the docket for you? What's the impact that you're excited to make? And how are you living the life of the new millionaire? You know, Baby bathwater is always a great reminder of continuing to level up my my core people, you know, and and really just continuing to make space for that. Because I always say, if you're not losing friends, you're not growing. And as you move through new chapters of your life, you're continuing to grow and you're meant to be meeting with those new people that are going to make you better, stronger, faster, wiser, more fun to be around new experiences, right? That's, that's what we're always searching for as people is, you know, we want new experiences. We want to go to that next level. Like that's what keeps things exciting. And so what I'm really excited about is like building my relationship with you, my friend. And, you know, we've, we've had a lot of amazing 
incredible conversations and you have challenged me to think on such a higher level, you know, where I, the name of the company is abundance and we're coaching people and getting people there. And you're like, bro, there's so much more abundance to be had, homie. Like here's, you know, here's the, (laughs) here's the, here's the, here's the the new playbook. Here's the new playbook. So that's what, (laughs) that's what I'm really excited about is, you know, taking my, you know, personal life to the next level. Um, you know, cause even I'll get complacent energetically and even though pushing out the podcast and pushing out the business and, and, and launching new companies and doing that, it's like still going back to like finding out where I'm resonating and how to be more yeah. impactful daily because I'm always, a lot of times I'm looking so far ahead and like the bigger vision. And then I miss like some of the day-to-day stuff that starts to add up. Right. Or it's like, oh, I don't yep. spend as much time with my son in a day as I want to. But I'm like, oh, well, over the week, it's like we spent a lot of time over the weekend. But like daily, did I at least sit down with him for 20, 30 minutes and just have like really like intimate time with him without anything else around? You know, there's not a show on. My phone's not on. You know, I'm not trying to answer emails while he's running over to get a toy. You know, it's like <laughs> those little things yeah. that I'm really that I'm really leaning into and, you know, and then again, investing back in my people and really sharing these daily things that continue to help me improve my life and and the quality of the life of the people around me. And um, yeah, man, I'm really excited to dive into your book because, man, this is awesome. You know, I, I know we're coming up on time, but I wanted to just, you got a hard stop right in two minutes, correct? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll just end on this. If For people to support you, uh, obviously, we're going to put the links to everything down below here. But what's up next for you? What are you excited about? And how can we support you here at Abundance? Yeah, thank you so much. I'm so grateful, Chance. You're, you're just such a epic soul that, again, embodies the new millionaire. Um, yeah, I'd say, you know, the best way to support is do your work, to love yourself, have a conscious thought revolution, get yourself a copy of the book. You can go to, yeah, I think it will drop the links. We'll have, um, there's, you can either go to ctr.com forward slash abundant sleep, um, or just you can go to Amazon or your favorite book retailer, get yourself a book. Um, and then we're going to be inviting some people uh, who, who want to take up their game to a whole new level into a program that we've developed. It's called the New Millionaire's Breakthrough Accelerator. It's the, it's the new MBA. Um, as good as the old MBA was and has been, uh, it's time for an upgrade. So the new MBA is the New Millionaire's Breakthrough Accelerator. And so, um, yeah, we'll be inviting some people to come and be a part of that cohort. And, um, and then, yeah, we're, we're still, you know, investing into entrepreneurs and technology companies that are raising human consciousness. So, um, yeah, just, you know, hit us up and, um, come join the journey. And, and thank you so much for your, your time chance and having me on and getting to share with your community. Gee, so great having you on the new millionaires playbook guys. I will drop the link below. It's a gorgeous looking book. It makes me just feel more abundant, just holding on to it on the golden pillow. Uh, Gordy from CDR.com brother. I can't wait to see you again soon. When I'm up in Vancouver at the head office, I will definitely swing by and see you at your beautiful place uh, out there on the Island. Keep being amazing. Keep helping people not, not telling them what to think, but how to think. And uh, yeah, we'll be seeing Amazing. you again too. And bro, we're going to have to get you on another show. This awesome. this will be part one 
of uh, more episodes to come out and we'll, we'll get the next one in person. But uh, guys, go get the book. Love it. The new Millionaire's Playbook. Link is below here. He's also given away a, a ton of free gifts. There's a meditation. So much value that you've put out on the front end. Um, so yeah, go support Gordy. Amazing. Thank you.